0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope all is well with you and yours, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they sent it to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And just another day's journey, and I'm so glad. I don't know about you, but I know most of the country has found themselves in snow, and it's been really cold. People are having um, house fires, Some folks been dying. All kinds of stuff that's been going around us. And I don't know about you, but I just wanted to come into this place on today so I can just lay it at his feet and say, Lord. I trust you, Lord. I don't understand everything that's going on, Lord. I don't understand how things are moving, but I know that you're working things in my favor. How many of you know that he's working them in your favor today? Despite what goes on around us, despite what we see is going on in each and every situation, I got to know and believe that he is working it in my favor. So I ask that you don't sit back and relax on this morning, but I ask that you participate. Here in the service on today as we agree to switch it over to our praise and worship leader, Sister Dominique. Sister Dominique, it is on you.
1: Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning, pray uh safe house. It's such a great opportunity to be back with you all to praise a true and a living God. Now remember, this is corporate worship, so if you can get with me and worship and praise our praises. New- okay, so- King, for He is the King of Kings. the praises to the King. He the King. sing the praises to the King. For He is the King of Kings. you sing the praises to the King. For He is the King. Give Him all glory. For He is the King. Give Him all glory. He the King. Give Him all glory. For He. Canceled. We sing to the king. Give them glory, for he is the king. Give them glory, for he is the king. Give glory, for he is the king. Give him glory, for he is the king. Give glory, for he is the king. We sing the praises to the king, for he is the king of kings. We sing the praises. He reigns over sickness. He reigns over depression. He reigns over anything that we find ourselves going through. He reigns supreme over everything. Hallelujah. You are my strength. Strength like no one. Street. Drift like no other And he's reaching is reaching to me. Reach out and touch the Lord while he goes by. You will He is passing by this moment. All your needs, He will supply. So reach out and touch the Lord. by this morning. forget about me I know you think you got some friends, but no.
0: Stay right there, hallelujah. There's much to pray about, about. yes, Lord. There were so many different There's things that have gone on this week around, around the world, but nonetheless, nonetheless, He is still our God, hallelujah. Thank you. Do you thank Him today? Let us pray. Let us pray as the organs continue to play. Let's pray that God continues to watch over and keep us and strengthen us and love on us. For he is good and he's worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down the same, he's so worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank him. I thank him on this morning. Do you thank him on this morning? Do you praise his name on this morning? For it's none like him. It's none like him in all the land. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, we love you, and we praise your name, and we give your name, the honor and the praise, Lord Jesus, the glory and the power, for it's yours and yours alone. But well, there's so many things going on. I got calls throughout the night, amen, that some had a home robbery, amen, and somebody tried to rob them, and they shot a person. And we want to pray for that person, they went into um, to the hospital, amen, and and. We've been praying for them throughout the night, and God has spared their life. Amen. But we want to continue to pray for that family. I also had some deaths around us, some co-workers that lost you know, a um, lost his wife. Amen. Even the president of my institution lost his father on this week. Uh, hallelujah. And we just want to pray for all of those who've gone through things. I got another call last night that um, one of the people that I supervised lost everything in a house fire. It could have been you. But God saw fit not for it to be you. So I ask that you join me in prayer on this morning as we pray for them and others. And I know many of you have situations that are not even spoken of. Amen. But we want to speak to all of those things on this morning and pray to our dear God. Oh, Lord, heaven and Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning. Lord, we want to say we thank you. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your honor, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness, Lord, for you're so good, Lord. You've been better to us than we have been to ourselves, Lord. And we want to say we thank you for that, Lord. And we love you, Lord, and we honor you in this place and in this space. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for our praise and worship, later, Oh God. Lord, you have due diligence, Oh God, to just give of herself, Oh God, as you have given to her. Lord, I thank you, Lord, Jesus, for all the members of the Safe House Church. Lord, I ask that you bless them and you keep them. Lord, you see those, Lord Jesus, this morning, Lord you, who may be displaced, oh God. Lord Jesus, our coworker, Lord, you had the fire. Lord, I ask that you touch her family, oh God. Let her know, Lord Jesus, that her Alabama family and her Greensboro family, oh God, is loving on her, oh God. And we do what they can, Lord Jesus, to be able to support her and her family through it in this time period. Lord, I ask that you continue to watch over and keep our president, oh God. Lord Jesus, the president of our institution, Lord, who lost his father on this week, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, you blessed him with 86 years of life. Lord, I ask you to continue to strengthen him, oh God, and his family, oh God. Lord, you know what it is that they're going through, oh God. Lord, I ask you to continue to touch my coworker, oh God. Brother Smith, oh God, who lost his wife, Lord Jesus, and they would be funeralizing her on this week. Lord, I ask that you bless them and you keep them, oh God. Lord, you touch him and his daughters, oh God. Help them, Lord Jesus, to endure, Lord Jesus, the things that they're going through, Lord. For Lord, you don't make mistakes, oh God. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we love on you, Lord. And we praise your name, Lord. I ask that you touch every member of the Safe House Church. Lord, I ask that you touch Brother Jordan in a mighty way, oh God. Touch his body from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, oh God. Relieve him, oh God, of any pain or situations, oh God, that he has. Lord, I ask you to continue to watch him and keep his family, oh God. Love on them, oh God. Continue to bless them. Continue to touch Sister Carolyn, oh God. As you continue to give her, Lord Jesus, all the activity of her limbs, oh God, and she regains her speech. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we love you, Lord. I ask you to continue to touch others, oh God, who've been sick, oh God, and, and silence, affections, and all kinds of things, oh God, that have come against your people. Lord, even those, Lord, who fight depression, oh God, Lord Jesus, that spirit of depression, Lord, oh God, that comes on this time of year, oh God, that people feel a certain way about a certain things, anxiety, oh God, of wondering what's going to happen, and Lord, and what's, how it's going to turn. But I know this, oh God, for you said time and chance happen through them all. But Lord, we are in your hands, oh God, and I know because we're in your hands that you protect us and you keep us oh god i thank you lord you for allowing your people to travel up and down the dangerous highway Oh God, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for blessing them, oh God, with heat in their homes and food on their tables, Lord. And we honor you, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we give your name all the honor and all the glory, Lord, for it belongs to you and you alone, for we have not done anything, oh God, but we honor you as we walk in this place, oh God. And we actually do all these things to others in the powerful name of Jesus, for we know this one thing and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not faith. By sight, and we honor you on this day, and we bless you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, hallelujah! God bless you all, love you all. Hope that you got something out of that worship service that was participatory amen that you participated in it as our as, um, sister dominique played so beautifully amen and we're just so grateful to be able to come to you the way that we come to you amen i know this is not a conventional thing but what god is doing is not in a conventional thing the bible says it like this he said in the last days that he should pour out his flesh i mean pour out his spirit upon all flesh amen that our sons and daughters where prophesied and our old men would dream dreams amen and I just believe that we take full advantage of the things that have been put before us on oh, this week I was watching you all know um been here it was my you know, I didn't get to make it to the house this week amen because of the storms and you know when you lock in for 5 days I ain't gonna say I had a prison cell because it's far from a prison cell amen but you know just being locked in with yourself (laughs) and just getting the time to think and reflect amen and i know some of you haven't really dealt with yourself amen and you know, I'm just grateful that he was able to get all the rest and things that we needed and, and kept our heat on, amen, and kept our electricity. For there were many others that did not that was not the case, amen. That they weren't able to keep heat on. They weren't able to keep electricity on. But for you and I of the household of faith, God has made way and He's opened up that door for us and I am forever. Grateful to him, amen, from whom all blessings flow. He allowed us, even the times that we've gone out, to travel up and down the dangerous highways, amen. I'm just so grateful to the Safe House Church family who are just so faithful to this ministry, amen. And God continuously showed me, every time I'm thinking... That, you know what, Lord, we're not having an impact, Lord. It just seemed like it's just uh, look eight or nine, but God always brings somebody by to show me. No, other people are paying attention just because they don't show up on Sunday morning, just because they ain't right here when you're looking, amen. So this is why the Bible, remember we, we did a couple of weeks ago when in the book of, um, I believe it was Samuel when he was talking telling David and David did what David really had two big faults in his life and those two big ones of course he killed um to be to be with Bathsheba. But that was another one that most people kinda of discount and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. When he went out and he numbered the soldiers, remember he told them, he said, go out and take a census of all the soldiers. And because he took that census, God brought calamity upon the, his, um, upon the land. And then David had to go and, and he went up there and he um, worshiped at that place um, to be able to um, give God a glory and repent of what his sins were. And so we have to be careful that sometimes we get in our own might, you know, people get into this numbers games like, oh, I have more people over here. Oh, I have more people watching over here and this, this and that. And they, have a tendency to do to, to put that is that means I'm effective in the space when it doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't mean that you're effective at all, it just means that you might have a lot of eyeballs or or it's just people are watching for whatever reason. But here we want to make sure that we bring you content and substance, amen. And we are people who just don't talk about it, but we live this thing. and I'm not saying it's easy, there's some days that are easier than others, amen. Um, but we, you know, this is a daily, sh- you know, I ain't gonna say it's a struggle, but it's a fight. Why? Because my flesh wants to do what my flesh wants to do. Um, the, the, human side of me wants to do what it wants to do. Amen. And now we have this inside of us because of the eating of the tree of good and evil. Amen. That has opened up this other side that God never had the intention for us to even know, but we do know it now. So therefore we deal with it and he's given us this redemption plan to be able to follow through. And so it's our job to continue to follow through on this plan. I am grateful. Thank you for, for um, First Lady, Eli, Amen. my wife, amen, my children, those, um, all, and everybody who supports the Safe House Church, amen. We have some, I have one donor, amen. If you identify yourself, I would appreciate it. Um, just, you know, send me a direct message or something on one of the social media platforms. A, a sister or a brother, Miles, that that just been you know um, a good financial support to the Safe House Church. I, I don't know who they are, cause I would like to thank them, Amen. But if you choose not to identify yourself, then I understand that. But we are grateful and we thank you for your um, financial contributions towards this ministry, cause it does take um, some finance to run what we're doing here. Even though we're here online, Amen. That's all kinds of things that still have to be purchased and things that have to be upgraded, and I'm constantly trying to get ahead of the curve. Uh, one of the things that you'll find about me is that i am a trailblazer i'm sorry it's just who i am and um, and i was looking back on this week and i think facebook has showed that we've been doing this for like almost seven or eight years um going live and doing bible study online um I, we were one of the first ones to, um, to do this and breaking this space and i think we continually to, to push the envelope in the sense that now we are a hybrid church where we Uh, meet once one time one sunday a month that we meet face to face and then the rest of the times we're serving you here online in the online space and i was watching this week as i was locked in uh, i was watching um a little bit of youtube and i was watching the comedian i don't know if you call him a christian comedian i don't think so but his, his stuff is pretty clean i guess um country wayne and he was talking about how, you know he was um going after this and he was talking about that, all his videos and everything that he shoots and stuff and you know now he's very wealthy amen and he's still still doing this work but he was talking about everything he shot and he did <laughs> was just off his was did on the iphone amen um off a cell phone and i think about it and it it like and it, i said it brought tears to my eyes but it did give me some confirmation that you know many were laughing at us and they probably still laughing a lot of times we started out with just this and now we maybe have another camera or two but you know the thing is and he was saying because of the low overhead that he was able to pay his people and the president who was interviewing him asked him what was he most proud about in his work and he said because he was the thing that he was most proud about was that he was able to employ people to get a job because of where he came from the town was maybe 1200 people and and people didn't have good jobs. And now with his comedy and his Facebook skits and all this kind of stuff that he's able to pay these people $50,000, 60000 $100,000 a year when they had no opportunity at all. Therefore, they were doing things that were illegal to try to make the ends meet. Oh, come on, somebody. That's a blessing in itself. And I couldn't help but think about. Um, our church's model and how we are set up in that we don't have a building so yes all the tithes and offering they do come into the storehouse and we give it right back out y'all know that amen amen we do in reach before we do outreach hallelujah we got to take care of the house first because if the house is standing then we can be able to bless others so I'm just grateful, and it's just kind of more confirmation that we were doing the right thing at the right time. No, it's not popular to do what we do, Amen. But it's biblical, no doubt about it. For He said, bringing tithes in the storehouse, and, and it was what for the for the widows and the orphans and those who were in, in need and who couldn't really take care of themselves, Amen. And I'm grateful that as we continue to do more. And take in more and grow as a ministry, then we're able to bless more and more people. Instead of you know spending, it. it's not and it's nothing wrong with that if that's your thing. Spend thousands of dollars on the on a building or whatever. But I would rather have the setup we have right now and doing what we do. And then we do get together because I do believe the Bible said, "Don't for, fail to assemble yourselves together." Amen. And we do do that, but we do that at a, a, a economical um, rate. So therefore. Most of the finances and things that come into the Safe House Church, we're able to give in the form of um, benevolence, and help other people um, where they are. For what good is it if, you know, I I preach the word and I can't show people that? Amen. That we live what we preach and we're grateful for all of those who continue to uh, support us. Um, in our ministry here. So there is a word from the Lord on today. I hope everybody's doing well. I haven't heard anything um negative other than, you know, I got a couple of calls last night from some who have been watching us, Amen, and asking for our prayers and we've done that and we will continue to do that. And I ask that you keep them in your prayers as we go forward. I hope that you are warm where you are. It's been it's been almost zero down here a couple of days this week and it's just Crazy, but the Bible says, it was said that the time would come, amen, when we would, be, would not be able to know the seasons from each other, amen, and that's another indication that you and I are truly living in the last days. So I want to continue, remember the whole year, this year is the, what, deeply invested, everything that we talk about is you being deeply invested in God and what God is doing and what he wants to do in you, and we started out this series on last week. In um, that I'm telling, um, invest in grit. Invest in grit. There's five characteristics that we want to talk about with grit. So we're investing in grit, and five things that we want to talk about. Grit is that what? Just that that, that part in you that just says, you know what? I'm gonna keep pushing on. It's that part in you that said that I'm not going to give up. That part in you that says, despite what's going on, despite what I see, despite how I feel, and I want to, f- I feel a certain way. I want to give up. I want to throw in the towel. And everything around me said that I should, but it's that part in you that says that I can't quit. And I'm here to remind you today that that part in you is the Holy Ghost. Amen. But the Holy Ghost has all these things in it, and we wanted to remind you. So last week, we talked about the courage to move forward. It does take courage. It doesn't mean that you're not scared. I'm telling you that a lot of times, and a lot of things that I have to do in a lot of decisions that I'm required to make. I'm scared. But I believe, I said, Lord, if you put me in this position, Lord, if you sent me here, Lord, if you put me in this place, oh, God, I know that you're going to see me through. I believe that you're going to see me through. And if you don't, oh, God, and something changes, Lord, I got to believe, then know, Lord, that you're ordering my steps, for the steps of a good man are ordered by him. So I have to believe and trust and believe that you are ordering my steps, amen, to go forward and to pull me in a certain direction, and I'm going to go forward in that. Amen. And therefore, what we just continue to walk, as the Bible said, we walk by faith and not by sight. When Peter was walking out on that water, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, you know, so I like to think sometimes, what if Jesus was moving a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right? It wouldn't have mattered because what Peter's eyes were focused on, on jesus and since they were focused on jesus he would have went in the way that he that he would have gone just a reminder here at the safe house church we work off three principles here we call it dea discipleship empowerment and accountability the discipleship empowerment and accountability The discipleship we're going to walk with you we're going to talk with you we're going to go with you um empowerment that we're going to empower you to do what god has called you to do and the accountability that we're going to hold each other accountable i am my brother's keeper yes i am so help us as we go on today. We're not going to be before you long way. Every time I say that, it end up being long. So we'll see what the Spirit says. Amen. As we go into what I believe God has given us on today. I don't know if I'm missing any birthdays on this week. I think we we don't have any birthdays. No, I think I missed last week. I may have missed um, Brother um, Jerron's birthday. Um, he turned 21. If I didn't, or if it did, I'm just going to give him another shout out. Happy birthday um, Brother Jerron as he's reached the ripe age of I'm 21, amen, and I don't think I have any others, if I do, they'll put them in the chat and I'll make sure I hit them. All right, let's turn with me on today, if you will, for a little bit, I have two verses um, I want to start out, one has a little bit more in depth, and you're going to find this is a story that most of you find that you're familiar with, I found out, and I'm learning more and more, by the way, Bible study on Wednesday nights, we in Exodus, oh my God, god it is wonderful you gotta come you gotta come Exodus only an hour and we go right through the book of exodus and we're moving fairly quickly amen we're already in i think chapter three but you'll find that you know one of these things especially when it comes to these biblical stories that people think they know you'll find out how much stuff has really been added and people have added over the years that what you think you know you really don't know and and stuff has been added by others for whatever reason, whether for the entertainment value or whatever the case may be, but I want you to come to um, Bible study. But please, we got a little bit to go through here, and this is you're gonna find today a a biblical story that you are familiar with. Um, I'm sure, but do you understand why things happen the way they happen? And the part of the five characteristics of um, investing in grit we want to hit on today. So, let's turn with me to the book of Daniel. We want to go to the book of Daniel. And we want to go to the sixth chapter. We're going to go to Daniel, the sixth chapter. And I want to start, I'll start at verse one. Daniel, the sixth chapter, verse one. And then we're going to go to, I'm going to put those verses up on the screen. Then we'll go to Hebrews 6 and 11 which is also a familiar passage of scripture. So I'm going to go Daniel, um, roughly maybe 1 through 11. So I got a little bit of reading to do, but y'all know it'll go fast. I'm a storyteller. That's what I do. I'm one of those preachers who tell things through story and allegory and metaphors and this stuff. This is just how God uses me to be able to do that. All right. So Daniel 6, chapter 1 through 11 and Hebrews um, 6 and 11. All right, let me see if I can get this up for you on the screen here on this morning. All right, let's get that up. There we go. All right, so Daniel 6 and 1, it says, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom and 120 princesses, which should be over the whole kingdom. Okay, they are over the kingdom. So these are basically like little governors. And of these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first. We know Daniel. Daniel, also known as Belshazzar. That was his Babylonian name. Okay, let's keep going. The prince, that the princesses might give account unto them and the king shall have no damage. So their job is what? To run the kingdom for the king on his behalf. All right. Then he goes on and he says this. Then Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit say excellent with me. Excellent spirit was in him. We do things with a spirit of excellence. Amen. I know some people around me that just do things with excellence. I don't expect anything less from them cuz they got a spirit of excellence. So how many of you know people who just have a spirit of excellence about it? everything they do and they touch they just want it to be excellent. Watch this. Not perfectionist. Now I know we have perfectionists, but there's a difference between being perfectionist and excellence, okay? The spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the home realm because he had the spirit of excellence, the king that had no choice but to put him over everything. And then he says this, Then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault, for as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. See, brothers and sisters, we are to live what faultless because, <laughs> you know what, it's our job, and, and when you do things in excellence, then you do them the right way, because of what? It's the right thing to do. Hallelujah. We're going to get into this. All right? Then he goes on and he says this. Then these uh, men, we shall not find any occasion against um, this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So what do they try to do? They try to set Daniel up. Oh. Mm -hmm. See, when they can't find anything in your character, when they can't find anything in your work, when they can't find nothing about you and you're running and you're doing things in the spirit of excellence, watch this, brothers and sisters, they will make stuff up. They will set things up that they know that you're not going to go for. Oh, hallelujah. They are making more laws. Mm. They are making more rules. Hallelujah. They will do things to set up because they know your character and they know you work in excellence. Hallelujah. How many of you have been there, done that, and got a t-shirt? Hallelujah. So then he goes on and he says this. He says, these presidents and the princesses assembled themselves together to the king and said unto him, King Darius, live for forever. Watch this. What do they do? They go to the king. You know, they're all working for the king, but remember, Daniel is above all of them, not because he put himself there, but his work ethic, the things that he did, things he brought to the table set him apart from everybody else. Watch this, brothers and sisters. If you want to be set apart in 2024 from everybody else, have an excellent work ethic. Have an excellent spirit about you. Don't come in and be the problem. Be the problem solver. <laughs> But God is not giving us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. He's giving you the mind. The Bible said that what he would give you, what, the mind to get wealth. I know some of you said, well, Pastor, I need some wealth. But what are you doing? Are you doing things in excellent spirit? Because I'm here to tell you today, those who do things in excellent spirit and those who walk by faith, hallelujah, and you are a problem solver, you will not be without a job. Did y'all hear me? Those who do things in excellent spirit and who are problem solvers and walk by faith, you would not be without. Hallelujah. So here, what do they do? So now they go to the king. And what do they do? They go butter the king up. The first thing they say is, is King Darius live for forever. So this is them praising him. Because what? now, even though the king's in charge, they're fooling with the king's ego. How many of you know, you know especially when you talk about people in power, everybody has an ego. Ego, um, as often we talk about this um, alternate thing of ego, the ego stands for edging God out. (laughs) Hallelujah, edging God out. But at any rate, here, when they speak to King Darius' ego, and since they speak to his ego, they get his attention. It's much like, you know, I think about my own children, I love my children, but when they want something, they know how to come up and say, well, Daddy, I love you. (laughs) You think about it, when we pray, and the Bible tells us to pray this way, what do we do? We start by giving our king praise. You say, oh heavenly Father, Lord, which are in heaven, how will be thy name? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, come on, see what you're doing is we're praising Him, and I don't know who you, anybody that you deal with, that if you get them praise. they don't actually don't not receive you. They wouldn't least pay attention to what you got to say. So they praise him to open them up. Watch this. And then in verse 7 it says, And the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes and the counselors and the captains have consulted, watch this, together to establish a royal statute. So they come together to change the law. Everybody but who? Daniel. See, sometimes there are secret meetings about you and you don't even know it. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, probably not done living it. You know, you haven't done anything, and you're just doing your job, and you're doing it. But they're having secret meetings trying to figure out how to take you down. They were having secret meetings on how to take down Daniel. And all Daniel was doing was what? Doing stuff in excellent spirit. He was just doing the work. He was doing the work. Watch this. Why did he do it so excellent? Because he did it as he did it unto God. Because when you're working for God and not man, hallelujah. See, sometimes I have to be reminded too. Because sometimes these men will make you mad. These men will get on your nerves. These men will make you want to quit. These men will make you feel some kind of way. But I have to be reminded, and you have to be reminded today, brothers and sisters, that we don't do this work as unto man, but we do this work as what? Unto God. And we let God take care of man. All right? See, when I preach to you all, I preach to myself. Hallelujah, he has to remind me too. He says, so now, O king, establish the, the decree and sign the writing that it be not changed according to the law of uh, Medes and the Persians, which alter not. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. And now Daniel knew that the writing was signed. He went into his house and his windows and began being open in his chambers towards jerusalem he kneeled upon his knees three times a day prayed and gave thanks before his god as he did a four time as he did a four time now i'm asking that you all go with me over to let's see if i can switch this real quick i thought i had it set up and evidently i didn't um we want to go over to the Hebrews 11 and 6. And then I give you all my texts. I know I've already started preaching anyway. Hallelujah. Give me Hebrews 11 and 6. And it says this. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Diligently don't mean that's gonna happen just today, it's gonna to happen tomorrow, but you gotta continue. Come with me, continue. Come with what, continue. Continue, continue. So let me go back here. If I want to use for a subject, and I want to speak with you really candidly today, as I do always, I want to talk to you from the subject of simply this. Self-aware to be conscientious towards his will. Self-aware to be conscientious towards his will. key word this week is conscientious. Say it with me. Conscientious. What does conscientious mean? Conscientious at its root, where it means that I'm willing and I want to do good. I want to be moral. I want to be right. I when I want to do things, excellent. Google it. Look it up. To be conscientious. So when we say self-aware, to be conscientious, I want to be aware. Am I doing everything God has called me to do? And now, am I am I doing it? Am I doing it in? Watch this. In excellence. I can be doing a thing, but I can just be getting it done, but not working at excellence. We call this, where I'm from, going through the motions. Say, did you rake up the leaves, Peter? Yeah, they raked, and you did it, but you just did it because you was mad about it, and you really didn't want to do it, but you knew you had to do it. Versus you did it with a spirit of excellence, you did it and you did it with a smile on your face and you made yourself happy about it because you know what, Lord, it's not about the money, it's not about the prestige and all these things will come if you're serving him, but watch this. I'm doing it because I'm doing it unto you because I know at the end of the day that you are my provider. You are my help. You are the one who opens the doors. You are the one who closes the doors. You are the one that holds me in the palm of thy hand. You are the one that moves me and guides me and takes me and brings me and and strengthens me. And no no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. That You said that the enemy is going to come in one way. Watch this. They came in one way, but they're going to flee seven different ways. So self-aware to be conscientious towards his will. So the fifth cat, I mean not the fifth, the second of two categories. We started last week that courage is one. The second one is conscientious. Alright, so let's go through this. So conscientious here, we find that Daniel. Now all Daniel did was Daniel just worked in excellence. Daniel found himself in the king's palace and he's working for the king, but he has standards. He's accountable. He comes to work on time. He does what he's supposed to do. He keeps his mouth shut. <laughs> he's to himself. And he blesses people. Where he can bless people. He does right by them. He, he takes care of them. And he does, he, he does his work. Sometimes that means that for him to make unpopular decisions. But watch this, but the king notices something about him. He notices that's a Excellence in Daniel's work. I'm here to tell you today, brothers and sisters, you do not know who's watching you. You know, y'all know my testimony, and I I think about it, and it's like all this time, who was watching me? Even now, I think about it sometimes, like, Lord, this, I just feel like, you know, but you never know who's watching these broadcasts. It is the internet, and the internet is for forever, they tell me. So you don't know who's being touched today, whose mind's going to be changed, whose whose thought pattern can be changed, and who God has used you to touch. Amen. Because there's so many others on the Internet that I watch. Amen. And that God uses them to touch me or to encourage me or to let me know that I'm not out here by myself doing this work by myself. That there are others who are in the fight with me. There are others who are in the struggle with me. There are others who are going forward. And therefore, what I need to work to continue on to the end and see what the end is going to be. Hallelujah. So what do we find now? Daniel's here. Daniel's just doing his work. And Daniel has what we would call today a group of haters. Could they see? Now, now watch this. They're not even self-aware that they're not doing things in excellence. But all they see is like Daniel getting favoritism. Daniel's getting whatever he wants. Daniel's getting this and Daniel's getting that. But they don't see the work that Daniel's doing behind closed doors. But the Bible tells us that Daniel not only went once, but three times a day would go and open his chamber. So people saw him and he was pointing towards Jerusalem and he was praying. Because Daniel realized that where he is, his position and where God has had him is not there because of his own. And he knows that he needs God to sustain him. I don't know about you, but some of us work in some environments that we need God to sustain us. You know, you work in schools and you work in colleges and all kinds of things. People shooting and doing all kinds of stuff all around us all the time. And people have their own ways and then they have a, a thing that they think they doing right. And I mean, I'm telling you, it is just treacherous. So this is why it's important that we know and we understand and we believe and we follow through and know. Say, OK, God, you got to have me. And Lord, I'm just a willing vessel and I'm a vessel and I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight because I don't see it all. Nor do I know it all, but I know you do. And you see which way that you were having me to go, which way you have me to walk, and how which way you have me to talk, and how you have me to move. Are y'all with me on this morning? Talking about self awareness. So Daniel had enough self awareness to understand some of these things, but yet the others just saw all against him. Now watch this. They all had the same opportunity that Daniel had. They all were what? Princesses, they all were presidents. But yet they didn't put that time in. See, some of us gotta realize you gotta put in the sweat equity. Some people have really earned the right to have be where they are. And God has blessed the marker. God sees their heart and he knows that, hey, if I put her or him there, they're gonna do the right thing. So, how do I put myself in that position? Condition this heart thing. Be self-aware. What am I doing? Am I conscientious towards his will? Or just serving my own will. Am I conscientious towards what he had me to do? Or am I just serving myself? And so many times, brothers and sisters, we get caught up in what we want. that we forget what God wants. And then we end up finding ourselves in something else. And then wondering, so how did I get here? And then we're asking God to help us. So you'll find in all things that Daniel was doing. Number one, that he was what? He was righteous. Righteousness. We must work in righteousness you can't work in your ego and you know this is what i want and this is why i want what i want and all this kind of stuff no god has called us to righteousness okay so righteousness so daniel worked in righteousness so while daniel was out there just doing what he needed to do going where he needed to go saying what he needed to say and do this they were what they were plotting behind his back now, you know, if you read on in this story, you find out that that plot behind his back was what, how Daniel ended up in the lion's den. That's why I tell you, this is a very familiar story, but most of us go skip straight to that part. But Daniel was in the lion's den, and, and we know the rest of that story. But do you know the, the, the pre part? See, sometimes a lot of us see people where they are, but we don't know the pre part. <laughs> Some of us see what people have, but we don't know the pre part. Some of us notice that they got this and they got that. But did you know when they didn't have this and when they didn't have that? Did you know them when they were walking everywhere they wanted to go? Did you know them when they didn't have two nickels to rub together, as my dad would say? Did you know them before God opened up doors, but what they diligently seek them? He said that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So I want to remind you, brothers and sisters, today that this thing is a process. You don't get where you want to be overnight. Amen. It takes time and consistent effort and a consistent prayer life and a consistent, Lord, walk in my faith and not by sight. A consistent walk in him. I know this is not popular preaching, amen, but it's righteous preachers and it's the thing that's going to get you where you desire to be in God. I'm trying to help somebody today. So then what does he do? So he's righteous. And in all his righteousness, he's in there, he's doing the work, and he's going forth, and what they're doing, they're setting up a, a plot against him. Instead of them going in and putting in the work, what they do is they spend most of their time trying to figure out how to pull down his work. What the, the dummies don't realize is that they're making themselves look even worse. And Daniel's just doing the work. He's just doing the best he can with the talents and gifts that he's been given. All of us have been given talents and gifts. All of us have things that we do extraordinarily better than anybody else on this planet. But you don't spend time with yourself to find out, Lord, what is it that you've given me that I do better than any other human being in this world? I promise you there's something you do. Each and every one of us that do better than anybody else in the world. You don't have to copy. You don't have to try to be this person. You don't have to be that. I'm saying be you. And when you be you and you be you at the best version of you doing things with an excellence, with a spirit of excellence, then you will find your place. But many of us spend all our time not finding our place because we've been trying to copy the latest thing on TikTok. And we've been trying to copy the latest thing on Instagram and what this one do and what that one do. I'm here to tell you today, beloved, that God has a place for you. But you got to be self-aware and be conscientious towards his will. So we find here the next thing that Daniel brings to the table is what? A spirit of what? Excellence. Everything about Daniel was what? Excellent, excellent, excellent. So this is why we try to do, you know, this, you know, the do things in excellent. Do we always meet that mark? No. That's what perfection is. Perfection simply says this: that I meet the mark every single time without fail. That's perfection. So He's never called us to perfection, but He did call us to excellent. So, excellence says that I'm going to do this right more than I get it wrong. Do I hit it on the nail every day? No. There's some days I like to think that I've preached and I've studied better than others. And then there have been times that I thought I studied terribly, terribly, and those were some of the messages y'all called me and said, Pastor, Lord, just used you today. And I'm like, I was horrible. And Because you got to be careful, because that's when we get into that thing of our own way, right? Thinking, okay, well, Lord, you used me this way. I thought I was great. And the days that I thought I was great was the days I found out that I was not good. Because what I was doing is I was protruding my self-will and not his. Ooh, come on, somebody. Are y'all taking notes with me today? This is good stuff. So now, Dan, you found some doing stuff in, what? in excellence. So to be self-aware, to be conscious is that what? I'm going to do things in righteousness. And not only am I going to be righteous and moral and up just about it, watch this, because you cannot go wrong when doing the right thing. But here's the problem with the doing the right thing. There's never a problem with doing the right thing. It's the standard That people use to justify to say that they're doing the right thing. That's the problem. So you and I, brothers and sisters, we know. Yep, I'm still a paper Bible guy too. That this Bible right here tells us. This beautiful Thompson Chain reference Bible. get Get yourself one. Tells me what I can and I can't do. This is the standard that Peter Ely and his family chooses to live by. And because I live by this standard, I can do what it says I can do. I can go where it says I can go, and I shouldn't do what it tells me not to do. Does it mean that Peter and Felicia and the Ely family hit every mark? No. Thank God for grace. But are we striving every single day to make this mark? Absolutely. Are we understanding things that we've done and things we should have done and things we said? Absolutely. I'm a work in progress. I tell my leadership team that I'm at work all the time, I'm learning to be a dean. I've never been a dean before. I'm learning. Watch this. I'm always learning. I never get to be the dean. I'm always learning. The day that I know it all, I should quit. Why? Because there's nothing else to do. So I'm always learning to be a thing. You are always what they say. I think Michelle Obama wrote a book a couple, about a year or so ago called Becoming. And it was actually pretty good. Now that I'm selling her books. But Becoming. So we always should be in this state of becoming. That we're becoming better. We're becoming stronger. I'm becoming a better believer. I'm becoming a better um, giver. I'm becoming a better um, uh, help to my community. I'm becoming In education, we say it like this, that you should be a lifelong learner. I remember when I was about, what is it, 13, not 13, I was probably 17, 18 years old, and they were going around the room and they were asking people what they wanted to be in life. Some were saying, oh, I'm going to be a doctor, and I want to be a lawyer, and I want to be a musician, this, this, and that. And when they got to me, I told them that I wanted to be a professional student. And they laughed at me. And I think about that sometime now. And every now and then when we get together my sister reminds me she said Peter you remember that time we was in upper bound and they were asking you what you wanted to be you said you wanted to be a professional student. And I was like yeah. And lo and behold that's what I am now. Because I'm always a student of this word I'm always a student of leadership I'm always a student of life I'm always a student to people I'm always a student to marriage and understanding my wife and understanding my children cuz there's a lot of things I've done that I not always crossed the i I mean dotted the i and I've not always crossed the t so I'm always what, a student to these things cuz what I'm always continually learning and when I stop learning I need to what I need to step away from the table And say it's time for somebody else to have this because there's nothing else for me to learn. But what I understand, and one of the things that I understand as I continue to go on, is that the more I know, what I realize is the more I really don't know. As soon as I think I understand this about my wife, something changes. It's called life. She doesn't stay the same, and I don't stay the same. Our marriage is always evolving. I'm getting older. She's getting older. We're parents now. We're about to be parents to teenagers. Oh, my gosh. Y'all pray for us. hmm I have a, a mother-in-law that lives with us. That was a transition. That was a change in our life. Amen. You know, I changed in careers and changing in her career, changing health. Oh, come on, somebody. You go through changes. So what if you already know it all, <laughs> what are you learning? How are you changing? How are you going forward? How are you evolving? So this is what Paul talks about. This he says that what that the church, that the gifts of the of the church are what for the perfecting of the church. So I need you, brother and sister, to use your gift. I need you to do what God has called you to do. Why? Because it's perfecting us. And we're getting better because you've gotten better. And you get better because I got better. He says it like this. He said, "How can you talk about the speck in your brother's eye when you have a full plank in yours?" Are y'all with me this morning? So Daniel works in the spirit of excellence. Now here you know, they they walk and they take Daniel and they put Daniel in this situation. And one other piece that Daniel brings in that that's critical, I think, is one of the most important pieces to all of it because a number of us don't do it a number of us we walk by faith and not by sight we we're righteous and we do a good job in excellence but some of us fail to do this one part here to follow through hmm. the follow through see if i can get that to act right here some of us fail to follow through you've done all the things let me give you an example because i know i got a lot of school teachers on here This is the person who who sits in class, does your work, does what you ask them to do, follow all the rules. And then at the end of the class period, they don't turn in their paper. I don't know about you all, but that's one of the most frustrating people to teach. (laughs) Because you've given yourself to them. They have received it and you know they received it. You're working, they're doing excellent in that what they're trying, they're striving, they're understanding, they're pulling it in. And then they do all that to do to what? Not cash out at the end by turning it into paper so that I can give them the grade. Are you self-aware to be conscious enough to follow through on what God has called you to do? See, it's one thing for you to live righteous, my brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. There's another thing for you to do the things that you do do in excellence. But do you do them to the end through completion? Let that sink in for a second. Ask yourself, do I complete what I start? Do I finish what I start? See, Daniel found himself in a place that he was praying The Bible tells us this. And they set up a law that basically made it illegal, according to King Darius, for them to pray. For them to pray to anybody except what? Their God. Go back and read it. It was illegal for them to pray to anybody except their God. So what does he do? They know Daniel was going to do everything the right way. They knew he was going to follow the rules. They knew that he was going to do what he's supposed to do. So what did they do? They made a rule that they knew would intentionally go against Daniel's beliefs. And we see this today. There's rules against you teach about certain things in certain books there's rules against teaching the bible there's rules against teaching against homosexuality all this kind of stuff and you can find yourself in a world of trouble depending on the context and where you are at many of you know this some of you've experienced this well what did daniel do even in the midst of trouble daniel always knew that he was there and he was on a mission He was there to do what God has called him to do So what does Daniel do He continues to work And you know what He continues to pray Because God's law Supersedes man's law Did y'all catch that God's law supersedes man's law So anytime brothers and sisters You find yourself in a place Of conflict Between a man's law And God's law I'm here to tell you today follow God's law and trust God follow God's law and trust God there's two oh, excuse me there's two distinct references in the Bible of when this has happened and they followed through with the intention that I'm gonna be taken out of here my life has maybe come to an end and every one of them was a death defying situation but we saw that God delivered them both out of both of them. And I'm here to tell you today, the same God that's in this Bible is the same God that you and I serve. And he's still in the saving business. But he wants us to do things righteous, excellent, and follow through. So for those who don't know the conclusion of this story, what we find is that Daniel himself was there. Yep, Daniel kept praying. Could Daniel do? Because Daniel knew where his help came from. It did not come from him being Belshazzar there and there and all his excellent work. Because he was doing the work as he as if he did it unto God anyway. But they found him. They set up that rule. They knew Daniel was going to pray. Because they knew Daniel would do everything he's supposed to do, including serve his God. And so they caught Daniel praying. And they got they tricked the king into making this rule and the king wasn't thinking at that time. Cause they had the king riding on the ego way. This is why we gotta be careful of our egos and those egos around us. Cause people are hype people up to do stuff that's dumb, and sometimes just straight out stupid, and they don't realize it because what they've been reading their own press clippers, as we used to say. This is why the Bible tells us to be careful and, and humble ourselves on his hand that we should not think more highly than we ought to of ourselves. Why? Because we don't want to get caught up in this. And then we end up doing dumb stuff. So yeah, they made a dumb rule. Yes, King Darius made a dumb rule. Because they got him hyped up. And uh, so now he signed off and went. And remember, what did they do? If you go back and you read what we read, it said that he made a decree that he could not undo. That was intentional. i mean to tell you, they, sometimes they're making rules against you. And they're intentional. But watch God. Watch this. So then... Daniel was what praying. They catch Daniel praying. They bring Daniel before the king. King Darius, Daniel was praying. He broke the law. If you go and read the Bible, talks about King Darius was beside himself. He loved, love, love, love Daniel. But Daniel did excellent work, even though the king was not of his belief system, even though the king was not of his ilk. He respected authority. <laughs> That's another one for you. Respect authority. Those who have to rule over you, the Bible said we respect those who have the rule over us. They respected authority. So he respected authority because King Darius knew he respected authority. He wanted to take care of Daniel, but he knew the decree was made and it was undoable. So what the decree was that if they did this against the rule that he had to do what? Throw him into the lion's den. And the lions would eat them. The lions had not ate for weeks. And they were starving purposely. So whoever came down would be gone in a matter of seconds. But many of you already know the rest of this story. That they put Daniel in the lion's den. And in that lion's den the Bible says that the spirit of God came in. And he shut the mouths of the lion. See the spirit of God will step up for you. Even in a life and death situation. Do the right thing. Be in excellence. Follow through. And make sure you be what self-aware to be conscientious towards his will. See, here's the difference. Daniel was what? In God's will. See, some of us find ourselves in some things that we've done, but are we in the will of God? That is the key. you got to be in the will. If you're in the will of God, then God is what? He's obligated to do this on your behalf. But if you're out of the will... Are y'all with me this morning? See, that's the key. You got to make sure that you're in the will of God. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, I'll be the first to tell you, sometimes I think I'm in the will and I may not be in the will. And I have to go ahead and I have to self-check, self-regulate with the Holy Ghost, say, Lord, am I doing it your way or have I gotten in my own ego? Or have I gotten in my own way or my own statue? And this is why it's important to be self-aware, to be conscientious. Because sometimes you might be thinking you're doing great and you're not doing so great. So this is why he tells us, save yourself from this underworld generation. You got to go check that. Mm -hmm. So watch this. So now he goes on and what do we find? Now that Daniel is in the lion's den, the lions don't touch him. Because they can't because God has shut their mouth. Watch this. This is a word for somebody today. You're going to go in the lions, then, but the lions are not going to eat you. Because God has already preordained and shut their mouths. Yeah, you're going to be prosecuted. Yes, you're going to go through some things. Yes, you might be really cute. But I'm here to tell you today stay the course. Because the lion's mouth is already shut. You're going to see the lion. You're going to even feel and breathe on you. You're going to think that, okay, this is it. I'm out of here. And you're going to be standing in faith and say, Lord, if this is the end, then let it be the end, oh God. But, Lord, know that I kept the faith, that I've kept the Lord Jesus, the, the, the faith, Lord. And I walked, oh God, and I've gone, and Lord. And if this is the end, I can only imagine Daniel saying, okay, God, Lord, I've done everything, Lord. So if this is how you desire me to end, Lord, I give of myself, Lord. I give myself away. We talk about giving ourselves away. Lord, I give it up, Lord. That this body is only temporary and to be separated from this body is to be with you Lord so now I'm ready to go and then Daniel starts to notice the lions they're there in fact they become his pillow Ah, he relaxes on them watch this the Bible goes back and tells us, if you read the rest of the story, that King Darius was what beside himself. He couldn't sleep. He was anxious. He couldn't wait until the time had gone because he, wanted, he, he did not want to do what the people sent him to do. Or he was going to lose power of his kingdom. So he had to do it. So then he threw him in there and nothing happened after a couple of days. So watch this. This is what people are going to see. God is keeping some of us. He's not going to keep us from the storm. He's not going to keep you from the situation. He's not going to keep you from the sickness. But watch this. But he's going to carry you through it, and people are going to look at you differently. They're going to see the things that you endure, and they're going to see you differently. Cause see, baby, you can't fake real. Because, see, real are stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. If you are the real deal, you'll stand the test of time. I heard um, Miles Monroe say it like this. He said that when God wants to give you something, but he He makes you lose it. He'll give it to you, then you lose it. Because he wants you to see, that was it really about that, or was it that you underserved him? And I was thinking about that thing, and I was thinking about some of the things that have happened over my, my career the last couple of years, and there was some things that, I felt like God had just taken away and I had already made myself like, well, Lord, if this is it. This is it. And it is what it is. And the very thing I thought he took, he gave back to me five and tenfold, hundredfold. Do you see what I'm saying to you? So sometimes to lose is to gain, right? Because God can move you from one situation to put you another way and excel you overnight because this is essentially what happens to Daniel. So what happened now, They don't the lions don't eat Daniel. They go down there, King Darius said, go down there and look, Daniel's still alive. He said, boy, get Daniel out of there, because the king did his part. He said he was gonna throw him in there, throw him in there, the lions didn't eat him. So what was the king to do? At that point, all this did was what? Catapult the popularity of daniel and what was daniel doing i know most of us know daniels about the daniel the, the daniel fast and all this stuff that people they made up it ain't no such thing as the daniel fast itself that's what they call it but we'll get on that a different day and it's okay It's nothing wrong with that <laughs> i ain't gonna go in there but at any rate daniel goes through some other stuff right so he pulls him out of there And he takes Daniel out of the the lion's den. Watch this. He throws those who set that rule up. He throws them in there. And immediately, as soon as they go in there, they are just torn from limb to limb. They're eaten alive. Those lions devour them. So what are you saying, Pastor? Don't worry about these so-called haters. In due season, they'll get exactly what they deserve. Watch this. The same thing that they set up for Daniel was their downfall. They had set it up that what Whoever went through this would go through the lion's den. And, it was, and who ended up going to the lion's den? He went, but he was not destroyed. There's another one where we talk about the, the Hebrew boys that we know as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right? Those were their Hebrew names. I mean not the Hebrew, those were their Babylonian names. Cause they renamed them too. See, if you not notice that every time something happened, at the enemy tries to give you a different identity. <laughs> and the same thing happened with them. They got there and they wouldn't bow down. And what did the Bible said they put them in the flame? And even though what they were in the flame, they kept them through the flame. they said, We put three in, but there's a fourth image. The fire was so high that they burned up the guards that were standing by. But yet they come out of smoke free. Here to tell you today, that God will protect you. But you gotta be self-aware to be conscious towards his will. He'll protect you as long as we're working where? In his will. That's why we say, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let his will be done. But you be self-aware to be conscientious towards his will today. God bless you all. I love you all. I'm done. I've given you all that God has given to me to share with you on this day. But I hope that you make a conscious effort. A conscious effort to know God and to be self-aware. Spend time in his word. Read. Pray. Meditate. Read. Pray. Meditate. Almost in that order. Read. Pray. Meditate. reading. I'm reading his word. And God will be giving you insight and things. Write stuff down. You know, put it down on paper. Enough of you. You've done that for a while. Pray to him. Put your potential petitions before him. Lord, this is what I think I need. Pray to him in tongues. Lord, this is what my spirit says it needs. Then meditate and wait for him to speak back to you and give you what he desires you to have. God bless you all. I love you all. As we go forward on this day, self-aware to be conscious towards Him. Let us end in prayer. Oh Lord Heavenly the Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning, Lord. We thank you for this word. Lord, we thank you for those who are tuned in, Oh God, Lord Jesus. Those who needed this, Lord Jesus, to uplift their spirits on today, Lord. Let them know, Lord Jesus, that they're moving in the right direction. Bless them, oh God. Keep them, oh God. Let them know, Lord that their work, oh is not in vain, oh God. For you see them, Lord, and you know them, oh God. As you continue to bless them and keep them, oh God. Love on them, Lord, like only you can. Help them, oh God, to go forward like only you can. Bless them, Lord, like only you can. Strengthen them and keep them, oh God, like only you can. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we love you. And we praise your name, Lord, and we give your name all the honor and all the praise, Lord Jesus. The glory and the power, Lord, for is yours and yours alone. For we dare not touch that glory, but in all that ways we acknowledge you and you said that you would direct our path, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, and we love you. And we praise your name. We ask you to do all the things of others in the powerful name of Jesus. For we know this one thing and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Strengthen us and keep us and love on us. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen, amen. God bless you all, brothers and sisters. I ask that if this word was a blessing to you, though this is your home church that you please consider um, blessing us in tithe and offering amen For god has just been so good to us and we're just grateful to him from whom all blessings flow you can give to us electronically in a couple of ways here we can do the um, qr code there on the screen um into safehousechurchgso.com forward slash give again that's gso.com forward slash give or you can do offering at um the offering at offering at safehousechurchgso.com again that's Zale at offering at Church. GSO.com or you can do the cash out. Um, That's dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Again, it's dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Make sure that you see the purple logo up there and then you know you're in the right place. Or you can do the traditional method. You can write a check or money order to Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina 27358. Again, Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina two seven three five eight and i also want to remind you i know that um we had to do some alterations to our church schedule we are planning to be in person on february the 11th our next time in-person service will be february the 11th so please make a note of that um next in-person service february the 11th all right i know we have the fourth on our website but I had to make alteration to that. So February the 11th is our next in-person service. God bless you all. I love you all. Remember that we have prayer and Bible study um, throughout the, um, the week, mon- Monday through Friday. Just remember, jump on the Zoom at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're on Central Time, that's 5 a.m. for us. It is what it is, amen. But um 5 a.m., we're there praying each and every morning, Monday through Friday, for about 30 minutes, amen, that you put your petition before God and we are praying together. Then on Wednesday nights, we have our Bible study on Wednesday night. So please be there to meet with us on Wednesday night at 7 um, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's 6 p.m. on the Central Time. Amen. That we're here at Bible study. And we only go for hours. We're going through the book of Exodus um, at the present point in time. God bless you all. I love you all. I've, I've enjoyed every moment of this. Uh, it's God's ministers to me as much as he ministers to you. God bless you all. I love you all. Take care and you have. Stay warm and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day. Um, spend time with your families and love on each other. God bless you. Love you. Bye-bye.